This is Time for Success, Business Owner Moms. So welcome again. We we look at what does success mean for us as business owners, as, as family people, and in every aspect of life, and how how do we achieve those? How do we achieve all those aspects? So today we've got Betty Bauer. She is an independent agent with the Healthcare Solutions Team. Say hi, Betty. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it short and sweet. Right, right. Wonderful. That's what I requested. So that's awesome. So uh, Betty, tell us a little bit more about you know what you do with the Healthcare Solutions Team. Uh, well, I'm a broker, so what I do is I find the plans that are best for my customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more of a consultant, so um, I'm licensed with more than 30 carriers, and um, I just take good care of them and try to find good plans for them. That's great. That's great. Now, you're an independent agent with the Healthcare Solutions Team, so you really have kind of your own book of business. They give you kind of the backbone, kind of like along the lines of a franchise, but really, you're in charge of your business and every aspect of taking care of them, right? <laughs> Correct. Yes, I'm totally independent contractor. So right. It's, right. Um, it's my own business. Exactly. Exactly. Because you can, you know, create a team and do all that stuff as well. Hire hire your own employees and all that. Right. Correct. You know, some people do, and they have yeah. maybe a team of twenty, thirty people under them. I kind of stay independent and do it on my own. Right. Right. Oh, that's great. So, so you have uh, what, what? How many daughters? Two. Two daughters and no sons. Right. No sons. No sons. But uh, what about grandkids? I've got three grandsons. That's awesome. Yeah. So just kind of skipped a generation, I guess. Yes. <laughs> I liked how it turned out. So that well, yeah, that's great. That's great. And so you obviously have the grandkids. You have you know your your daughters. Uh, you know they've got their own lives, uh, but they but you obviously want to still still spend time with them and. And so now, you know, you're, you're a business owner, mom with kids and grandkids. Like, so what is, what does success look like for you in business and life? I mean, how would you kind of define that for yourself? Um, success is again, being independent, having yeah. control of your future and the amount of income that you make, but also have the freedom to do whatever you want to do. Um, I don't have any set hours. Nobody tells me when I have to work, when I don't have to work. So if uh, my family needs me, then I'm available. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. So you're available and you know, what, uh, what kind of things do you typically do to stay in contact with your family? I mean, do you, do you go out for dinners? Do you like what? Uh, their lives are pretty busy. Um, my oldest daughter lives 14 houses from me, so it makes oh, it kind of convenient. So sometimes we go out, walk the dog, you know, they've got a German shepherd. So we go out walking through the neighborhood and catch up on things. Uh-huh. Um, my other daughter, um, I kind of go over there and help her with the kids sometimes. Or we, uh, my grandson is in hockey, so I end up at the hockey rink a lot. That's great. That's great. It's great being able to have the time for that. You know, you've you've kind of got that that backbone of the business. But I, we were talking before, and uh, there's some great flexibility within your business that you have to be able to to help your your daughters if there's kind of an emergency or whatnot. T- tell me more about that. Well, um, like I said, I don't have any specific hours. Um, I totally make up the hours that I want. If I want to work at nighttime or on the weekend, I can. If I need to be off during the day, um, sometimes um, things happen. My daughter needs a babysitter, and she'll at the last moment say, Hey, Mom, can you come over and watch the kids tomorrow? Right. That's fine. It doesn't affect my business. I can take my computer over. I can work. Or if I just want to take the day off, it doesn't really affect you know, impact my income. 
That's good. That's good. So with your business, you're able to, you, you've got, uh, you've got the mobility and it's set up for that. So you don't necessarily have to go into the office. And so that's kind of one of your little, you know, little time hacks there is if you can have a business that you can do pretty much anywhere, you're able to be there for your family, for your kids. You know, you don't have to just, when they call and say, Hey, can you help out? Mm-hmm. You're there. Correct. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. So now entrepreneurship, having your own business is a little bit newer for you. Pretty well. It's uh, been about four and a half years. Four and a half years. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, what did you do before that? I did mortgages for 15 years. So I wasn't self-employed. I was W-2, but I kind of had the same kind of structure. I did have that freedom. That's good. Uh, Not quite as much, but a fair amount. So I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got even a next step level of, of freedom and complete control yes. of everything. Yes. That's awesome. Now you're also married, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, you know, you've, you've got some flexibility, but still it's, uh, it's a busy time for year. So a p- busy time of year for you, right. Or, or you're kind of coming up into it. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, there's, there's probably a lot of hours worked. It's probably kind of crazy, kind of stressful. Uh, would you say this time of year is pretty stressful for a health health insurance agent? Yes. I mean, it always starts off a little slow at the very beginning, then it, it really wraps up. So uh, the last probably four weeks, I'm working pretty well every day. And again, I got the flexibility. I can work at 11 o'clock at night, help people. But then I still have time to go to church on Sundays. So yeah, you know, it works out. Yeah, yeah. So during this kind of stressful time, what, what kind of things do you do to you know take care of yourself so that you're not... You're not feeling like you're you're overworked, overstressed. Uh, do you go out for walks? Do you? I mean, what what do you kind of, what do you do for self care? Oh, um, well, uh, <laughs> ironically, when it it wraps up like this, this actually motivates me, and it oh it, okay, it, I love it. It's kind of like a high. It's, let's see how many people <laughs> I can help. You know, so I really get into it. I mean, my whole life revolves around those six weeks during open enrollment, and I love every minute of it. So I know that when it's over with, then I can kind of relax and yeah, and do my exercise and go for walks and just sit down and watch TV. Because you're really motivated in, in your job by the, the fact that you get to help people. Correct. I mean, that, that's your, your biggest motivator, motivator in life, right? I think you've shared that with me before. Yes, it is. And so uh, this, this kind of job really helps you because health insurance is very frustrating oftentimes if you don't yes, know what you're be. doing mm-hmm. and you kind of try to help bring some simplicity to that simplicity to that mm-hmm. yeah i you know i because it didn't seem that long ago where when open enrollment came around at my work it was just like it would be like a deer in head, headlights like, right i have no idea what they're talking about i don't know what coinsurance is so yeah. i take that aspect and i break it down for my customers and then afterwards they go oh wow i had thanks you know you made it so easy so you know that's that's just kind of what i do yeah yeah so this this is the the most exciting time of year for you mm-hmm. because you're go 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 helping people you're, you're getting big numbers what do you do to stay motivated the rest of the year mm, it's um, a little bit more of a challenge sometimes well i do a lot of networking and okay. so that keeps me connected with people yeah um and i found out that's um that's enjoyable. Good, good. Um, so, yeah, otherwise, if it was just making phone calls or whatever, it, it would be kind of boring. But just 
uh, going out talking to people. You never know when somebody needs health insurance, they've lost their job or whatever. So that keeps me in contact. Good, good. So networking is helpful for you. I mean, and you like to help people. So do you, do you then get motivated by giving referrals and connecting people, uh, you know, other people as well? Yes. <laughs> good, good, good. So, because you're you're a member of BNI, correct? Right. That's one of your networking. What other networking groups? Uh, are you Chamber part of, of Commerce. Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Do you, are there any other ones that you go to or maybe visit or anything else out there in, in the St. Louis area? No, I'm in, I'm in two chamber of commerces in BNI, and again, with being in BNI, I can go to other groups. Yeah. So I get to meet a lot of people, and then there's always a happy hours and a right. lot of you know lunches and things. So uh, just getting out into the community, let people know what I do, and um, that just kind of keeps me going throughout the year that keeps you motivated and that keeps the the leads trickling in is that your main lead generation yes um because of this and the fact that i help a lot of people and they appreciate it and then they send me referrals uh and with the networking 100 percent of my business is referral repeat business great great so you and and that's interesting you know you talk about the referral repeat business i mean for a lot of people I mean, businesses are all different, you know, in terms of their structure and how much time you have to be able to take care of people and when they need that taken care of. I mean, for for you, a lot of times it's kind of like, you know, once a year, mm-hmm. but, you know, during that busy busy time, whenever they, they know that they need it. But other th- you were saying that other t- things, you know, pop up. Sometimes people lose jobs, get jobs. And so, and then also, I think with health insurance, you kind of mentioned that, um, Sometimes, you know, they run into issues with their health insurance company and they don't ha- know how to navigate that. Is that something that you kind of help them figure out how to navigate a little bit? So- yes. Uh, that's probably why I have so many referrals and repeat business because mm-hmm. I don't just put them in something and then leave and then they can't ever get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. I've had several customers come to me and they said, oh, my other agent, I've called. They never, they never return my call. They never talk to me or anything. Um, I tell them to put my name and number in the phone. They have access to me 24 mm-hmm. seven. And I'm usually either answering the phone or replying to a text. So I help them with billing questions, or, you know, not concerns, claims, um, payment, anything that they have, they can call me at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning, which people have from the emergency <laughs> room, uh, wanting to know what kind of insurance they have. So they always have access to me. So I think we kind of connect more as friends they look at me as as a friend Mm -hmm. that's always there for them you've got a friend in the health insurance business is that that's right what it is hopefully i didn't you know hit up on a trademark or anything like that that's gonna get me in trouble but um no that's that's great and and so i I think that the kind of the the important thing here is that you understand the value of repeat business i mean especially in your industry i mean that's kind of how you get paid for sure. De- definitely. And it's so nice to have people call you and right. say, hey, um, you came highly recommended or mm-hmm. they come back to me and this is, oh, you helped me last year and you did such a great job. You know, I need you to help me this year. So uh, it's just very, very, very rewarding. Um, and so that's why I keep on striving to help people more. I probably take a lot more time with customers. I mean, it'll be nothing to sit on the phone for 45 minutes and go through this. I don't just yeah. pick up the phone rush them through and hang up so i do take a lot of time with them good good you know now 
we we talk a lot about managing time, obviously, and and all that. Now, if you're at home or you're out with your husband on a Saturday morning at eight o'clock, and somebody calls you, how? I mean, how does that affect things? I mean, is your husband pretty understanding, or do you? Sure. Yeah. I mean, usually if I can't talk at the time, I'll respond back. You know, um, text me, and then sometimes I can respond to whatever the problem is uh, via text. Yeah. Um, so he's he's pretty well used to me always being available for <laughs> customers, even when I was in the mortgage business, kind of the same thing. If a customer needs you, you're talking to them at that time. So yeah. during open enrollment, yeah, he usually just fixes dinner and brings it to my <laughs> office and, you know, you know, so he knows I don't leave my office at nighttime until oh, yeah. bedtime. <laughs> right, right. So he's got kind of this understanding that just during open enrollment period, you're just kind of working a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But do you guys make time on the weekends to do things together as well? I mean, yeah. kind of prioritize that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of times that, you know, outside of open enrollment, I don't usually work on the weekends. Right. It's usually just during open enrollment. Okay. You know, I might get a call here or there on the weekends, but it, it gives it definitely gives me, you know, freedom. Right, right. So being able to kind of balance that balance it out you know the rest of the year you're 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 able to really protect the weekends more just during a certain period of year that that you're just really busy and and that's great that he understands that because i mean sometimes in in relationships you know they they you know spouses don't necessarily always understand that what was it difficult in the beginning you know or i mean you said that you did it kind of in in the mortgage in mortgage as well but did you have kind of big busy seasons in mortgage or no not really it uh, mortgages is you know it's kind of like a up and down cycle you know one month could be really busy next month it could be dead yeah um it took a while for him to kind of get used to me being on the phone and then he realized that's that's my job right right so he, he's gotten over it. And, of course, having a, <laughs> an, a larger paycheck helps. Right, 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 right. Well, yeah, I'm sure he, he appreciates that yeah. as well. Yeah, it allows you to kind of do, out, do more, more fun things. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. for sure. You know, you can go on vacation for a week and um, you still have a paycheck. Yeah. You know, which is yeah. nice. So, you know, when we, again, when we look at success, look at the bigger picture, do you do things like uh, bring the... the the, your daughters and their kids on vacation with you or do you do special getaways with them or you know what what kind of things do you do to do you just have them over on the weekends or yeah a lot of times i have the the, the younger grandkids over on the weekend uh-huh. um i don't know everybody well my and my oldest grandson you know at 14 yeah. um, they don't really want to be around grandparents so they right. have their own little thing and we don't usually do big things it's just, um, just the little things it's, it's just a little, little spending things. time with them that's mm-hmm. great that's great well it's great being able to have them so close <laughs> and having the freedom because a lot of grandparents especially you know you know these days um you know people have have been working a lot longer than they thought they might be you know because retirements in 2008 were kind of washed out but you know it's it's having your own business and your own book of business and being able to control your time the way that you do you still get a, 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 you know, you still have great income for your family, but you still have that great flexibility to be able to spend time with the grandkids. 
something that a lot of grandparents these days are probably kind of missing out on. Right. Yeah, I count myself very fortunate because Mm -hmm. in reality, even though it's spread out throughout the week, if I was to break it down, I probably only work maybe 30 hours a week. It just seems like I'm working a lot more (laughs) because it's just kind of spread out. But, um, you know, to make good money and to only have to work 30 hours a week and have that flexibility, um, I, I feel very blessed. Yeah, so it's great being able to, I mean, there's a lot of people who, who buy into uh, franchises or they'll work with a, a company that gives them kind of that backbone for them to, to you know, be able to work remotely. So that's worked out really well for you, uh, especially since you're driven by helping people. So you look at every application, every health insurance policy that you close, all that is extremely motivating for you and just and drives you to do to for the next one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like, um, you know, for, for you, I mean, there's probably other, you know, grandparents who, again, maybe they're working, uh, you know, jobs that they're just tired of, but you just started this position, what, four years ago? A little over four years ago. Right. And you've had phenomenal success with it. And what would you say has really, uh, been kind of the biggest contributor to your success? Um, not only, you know, the the fact that the my customers really feel like I care, which yeah. I do, yeah. um, but networking seriously, going out okay. and um, connecting with people and talking with them um, between B and I and the chamber um, and all those connections, I would say that's probably seventy five percent of my business is from that. So you know, for the maybe even the. the grandparents or anybody or moms or whatever that that might be looking at trying to start a business you've had a lot of success in networking and you know, people might be afraid of like cold calls and whatnot you know so they might not enjoy that aspect of it they might shy away from it but with networking you're able to connect with people maintain relationships develop friendships and uh, it's worked really well for your business how do you, how do you make the most of your networking are there any like secrets that you have no. Um, I mean, what's what's funny is, is, you know, in the past, I didn't network. Mm-hmm. And um, because that wasn't... Um, it wasn't encouraged, I guess. No, it, it was encouraged. But my personality isn't to get out there and be that social butterfly and talk and everything. So I was always kind of more of the wallflower. And so mm-hmm. I didn't connect in the mortgage business with realtors and things that was really important. So when things changed, you know, and there was no refis and you only had purchase business and you had no realtors, then, you know, you, you kind of crumbled. Right. So I forced myself, you know, and BNI has been really great with that. It, it forced me to get out of my shell, talk to people, be a leader. And, uh, that's been the best thing. It's, wow. it's helped me grow as a person, um, get out of my comfort zone. And so now I really enjoy doing that. I look forward yeah. to it. So, yeah, I would encourage anybody, even if they feel scared to go into any kind of networking group, if they want to grow their business, that's they need to get out of their shell. Yeah. So would you say then, like, whenever you were first going out there and doing the networking, the groups that you went with, they were pretty understanding if somebody knew the networking and they were they would try to kind of help lift you up or it was BNI especially good at that, you know, that they kind of understood people who were new to networking and they try to kind of give you the tools and the help or... or I mean, how does that how how did you progress from somebody who was afraid of networking to somebody 
who loves it and that's their main well, source of business these days. How I actually got into it more was there was a person that I'd met at an after hours in a chain from um, a chamber. Yeah. And he was kind enough to introduce me because he was, you know, he had been in the chamber for a long time. Everybody knew him. So he would introduce me to all these people and says, you know, this is Betty. She does health insurance. She knew she's great. You know, and and then once I started getting those couple connections. So when I went to a networking group, I knew a few people. I wasn't just, you know, that's there's good. 50 yeah. people and I and I didn't know anybody. And that's what started it. So I think it's really important is if somebody goes into those places, find someone that could maybe help show them around and kind of feel oh, comfortable. Yeah. And from then on, I just I just took off. Wow. So, I mean, there, there's kind of two sides to that. First of all, if you're a, a network or if you're new to networking and, you know, you're trying to figure out how to be successful and you're kind of not a big social butterfly, as you say, find maybe one familiar face or at least a friendly face that might be able to introduce you. And I guess, did you ask for the introductions? Did you say like, hey, I'm kind of new? No, that that person took me around and says, hey, you know. That's great. That's um, great. And that was, that made all the difference in the world. So then the other side of that would be that if you have a networking group or you're a member of a networking group, to really watch for the people who might be kind of looking like they're just a little bit less comfortable and you just take them around and then introduce them to people. I, I, I mean, I've been to networking groups where I've seen kind of the wallflowers, you know, the people who are not really into it quite yet. They really don't know how to navigate it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll try to go and talk with them, even though it's not necessarily my networking group, like I'm just a visitor. Uh, so I guess, you know, I guess in, in, in a lot of respects, we we can all probably help each other a little bit more. But if you are running a networking group and you want to be successful, it sounds like that's a huge success story of somebody who saw a need, somebody that was less than comfortable and, and helped them out. Yes. Yes. I, I would definitely recommend that. And, you know, I probably don't do it as often as, as I should, you know, when I see visitors to right, try to right. introduce myself and try to make them feel comfortable. But we probably need to be more conscientious of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if nobody would have taken you under their wing, I mean, you might not have gone to another one. No. Because it was probably very stressful to be there. And then if you're really stressful to be there and you, then you feel like <clears throat> nobody wants you there, then why would you go back? True. Yeah, so that's that's fantastic. So uh, I wanted to ask a little bit too. You know, a big a big part of this is obviously helping business owners understand what can help them to to really use their time more wisely. And uh, on, on the most recent business owner dads, you know, he talked about uh, you know you figure out kind of what your you know your time is worth in your business and what your income is worth, and and you know you you pay somebody to do the things that you don't want to do as long as it's less than your hourly time. It's kind of how you can roughly estimate, estimate whether, whether or not you should outsource it. But the beauty of like working with you, um, is that, you know, there's not necessarily uh, a fee that they wouldn't have somewhere else or something like that. I mean, health, a lot of health insurance plans, there's no fee cause you're, you know, you're taken care of by, I mean, you, you, you're, you're paid for as an agent for the, um, the health insurance companies. Correct. Obamacare, I guess, run, runs a little bit different. Right. Yeah, I use. But, uh, yeah, I usually charge what they call a broker fee. Right. Uh, which is very minimal compared to what most people charge. Right. Um, and um, but I tell them, you know, with the value that I'm not only helping them pick the right plan, making sure yeah. they have they're uh, putting the right income, but then again, they have 24 
seven access to me for the next year. So if they have any concerns about their their plan, then they can contact me. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, I mean, health insurance is constantly changing too, and you, and you stay abreast of things. So for a business owner who's not spending a lot of time trying to learn about health insurance and the pitfalls and do they have the plans that they need for you know potential health issues and whatnot, I mean, you you are the expert for them. So, I mean, they might spend hours researching this stuff where you can ask a few questions and really be able to, excuse me, identify the, the right option for them. Is that is that fair Correct. to say? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Because, I mean, how often are you doing training throughout the year on just health insurance updates? I mean, how many hours would you say probably? Well, there's always changes. We have our meetings every week and there right. can be changes and stuff. So, um we, we add plans. I mean, uh, we have a Christian health plan, Alera Care, which is comparable, maybe a little bit better than the, the MediShare. So we've yeah. added that. So we're always looking at new companies that we can add in to uh, kind of fill in the gaps. So you're always moment. evaluating at better options for folks. That's yes. great. That's yeah. great. Well, so, uh, you know, if you're a business owner and you're trying to figure out, especially this busy, you know, this time of year, a lot of business owners are trying to figure out how to generate some extra revenue before the end of the year or, you know, maybe they're trying to plan for next year. I mean, it's a, it, it should be a fairly busy time for business owners who are trying to kind of keep the doors open and looking into next year. And so they, it's not really necessarily a great time for them to become health insurance agents, right? Right, yes. <laughs> Unless they want to do that, right? Then, sure. then, then it's a great time of year Yeah. because it's busy. But uh, so really working with somebody like you and leveraging your skill sets is uh, it, it can help them to not only it pays off now, but in the long term as they go through the next year, there's not necessarily big surprises. They've got the support and the help uh, so that they're not just kind of going on it at it alone. So, all right. So this is Matt Barbie with uh, Time for Success and Business Owner Moms Edition. And we had uh, Betty Bauer with Healthcare Solutions Team. Thank you so much, Betty. Thank you.